we have to prepare our teams, we have to prepare our organizations for this kind of constant moving and transforming as new things emerge on the horizon. Welcome back, everyone. This is Future Proof, episode number 191, to be exact. I am your host, Bill Sheridan. As always, so glad you're here. Uh, we've got another good one for you this week. We're going to get to it in just a minute. First, a reminder for you that this week's show is made possible by our preferred providers. And we actually like to think of these folks as partners, these are the organizations, the relationships, the partnerships that allow us, the MACPA, to do a lot of the great stuff that we do for our profession, including this podcast. But uh, these partners, they do they do way more than that, folks. They're they're doing things that we believe can help you all become more future ready and thrive in this ever changing world. And help is the key word here. They truly, truly do want to help. So please reach out to them to find out more about what they can do and how they can help you because they can, right? Uh, you'll find out more about all of our preferred providers on our website at macpa.org slash showcase. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Preferred providers, check them out. Uh, this week, uh, the show is all about the future of finance and that word future uh, it, it's loaded in a way, right? It, it implies something that is not here yet, something that is yet to come. But I'm going to push back a little bit on that. See, I, I don't think the future resides at some nebulous point down the road, right? It It isn't coming next year or next month or next week. Uh, it's here right now. The future is. Global expert John Spence, he once said, what you do today determines who you will be tomorrow. Uh, and I think that's true in a lot of ways. We're building the future this very moment by what we choose to do and as, just as importantly, by what we choose not to do, right? Our future is a direct result of our actions in the present. And so in that sense, the future is very much taking shape right now, this very moment. And uh, you know, folks at the AICPA and the, the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants, they have been living that mantra for years now. They've been, you know, trying to define what they call the future of finance uh, since well before the pandemic. Uh, the article from back in 2019, uh, Ash Noah, he's the managing director of CGMA Learning, Education and Development at the Association of International Certified Professional Accountants, he said preparing for finance's future uh, at that point meant leveraging technology solutions, adopting a mindset of continuous learning, broadening our digital skills, and developing our team's human skills. And these are things like leadership, empathy, creativity, strategic planning. Uh, in essence, what he was saying is we have to do these things now in order to be relevant tomorrow, right? Building our future today. Those ideas still apply today, by the way. Um, although given the transformative business environment, uh, that followed the pandemic, AICPA officials have since kind of adopted Abraham Lincoln's philosophy that goes, the best way to predict the future is to create it, right? So 
Specifically, they are trying to co-create that future with a who's who of senior finance executives, CFOs, chief accounting officers, this group known collectively as the Future of Finance Leadership Advisory Group. Now, this group's initial meetings have produced a crowdsourced vision, so to speak, of, of what the future of finance might ultimately look like. And here's what Tom Hood says. You might remember the name, right? Tom Hood, former CEO of the Maryland Association of CPAs, now Executive Vice President of Business Engagement and Growth for the Association of International Certified Professional Accountants. Tom says, quote, we're all walking this finance transformation journey together toward what we now call the chief future officer. That's the new role of the CFO. This group is helping us fill out what that future looks like. And that's what's so exciting, end quote. And there's there's no better time to be doing this and, and having these conversations than right now, okay? A recent article in the Journal of Accountancy, uh, the author of that article, Anita Dennis, writes this. She says, quote, the senior finance officer's job isn't what it used to be. This leader might once have functioned as the CF no, N-O, <laughs> or, or someone who held the purse strings and, and often blocked plans or expenses that didn't fit the budget. Today, the role has transformed into that of the CF-NO, that's K-N-O-W, someone with a holistic grasp of the entire business and how it creates value and who uses that knowledge to provide insight. Once Dennis writes, the CFO led the team that prepared information on historic financial results and trends and set limits on spending. Now, management and other stakeholders are increasingly turning to CFOs to be value-adding business partners who can provide greater insights on emerging trends and on how best to use financial reporting data in decision-making. Quote, during these challenging times, the lines of business are really depending on our finance team to look forward, not just backward, said Paul Young. That's uh, He's the senior executive vice president and CFO at Liberty Bank in uh, Middletown, Connecticut, end quote. So that's kind of the environment that we're in, right? Finance as a strategic function. And it's in that environment that the AICPA's Future of Finance Leadership Advisory Group has been meeting over the past couple of years. Going forward, uh, Tom Hood again said, this group's mission is to sharpen its focus and bring more clarity to what the long-term future of the profession looks like. At the center of that vision are talent, technology, and perhaps most important, trust. Here's what AICPA President and CEO Barry Melanson says, he says, quote, that's a huge advantage for our profession. It's what society at large wants and needs from us. And we're well positioned uh, from that standpoint, end quote. So, so with all of that in mind, I am excited to have as my guest this week, Tom Hood. Uh, as I said, Tom is Executive Vice President of Business Engagement and Growth for the Association of International Certified Professional Accountants. And we talked recently about the trends that are impacting finance professionals, uh, the opportunities that exist in this post-pandemic world, and the ideas that are emerging from meetings of that Future of Finance Leadership Advisory Group. 
And there are uh, some pretty insightful ideas coming out of that group uh, and the conversations that they've been having. So good stuff. Good talk this week uh, with an old friend. Here is my conversation with Tom Hood. Well, Tom, thanks, uh, as always, for for joining me here. Um, uh, Yeah, Future of finance, future of the profession. I mean, you know, phrases that get thrown out a lot these days when the conversation comes around to you know, trends and challenges and opportunities, but uh, um, you've, you've taken the reins of a, a I don't know, fairly new group, I guess, that's that's actually trying to put some meat on those bones, so to speak. So uh, I'm talking about the Future of Finance Leadership Advisory Group. I think I got that name right, but yep. tell me a little bit about the makeup of this group, first of all. Who, who's, who's involved? Yeah, so when I first uh, came over to the AICPA, SEMA, they, um, there was a, a kind of initiative that uh, Barry Melanson and Andrew Harding wanted to focus on. And that was to really reconnect or connect deeper with the CFO community. Mm -hmm. Obviously like almost half our members are in business industry, finance, accounting, nonprofit, et cetera. And uh, of course that's my background, right? The first 18 years of my career was uh, as a CFO in private industry. So we, we started uh, reaching out to many of these folks. And after about four or five calls, Bill, we found out that they all were dealing with the same issues. So that begged the question, would you like to get together and co-create what we think this new future is going to look like coming on the, you know, as the fog clears off of this pandemic, what's going to be new and different for the future of finance. Mm-hmm. So um, they all said yes. And over the last 18 months, we have met every other month for about an hour and a half. We had our first summit in Nashville last December. Right. And this year, when I saw you at Digital CPA, this one, we were right on the heels of Digital CPA. Again, we were uh, this time in Austin. So uh, what was different is the group has grown considerably. We had about a, a little bit over 100 CFOs of very large, well-respected companies, right? Everything from Amazon Web Services to Hewlett-Packard. I mean, just a real good mix of large corporate. Like large, CFOs. small, kind of all that? Are you... We- we got down to middle market. Um, we didn't go down to small per se. Mm-hmm. We're going to start to do that by working with state societies. Okay. But yeah. um, but the group, just the energy and enthusiasm was incredible. And most importantly, so our future finance leadership group designed the agenda by prioritizing what the major themes that we were talking about. And I think it was Andrew Harding, the, the CEO of management accounting in the for AIC Basema. He said, we were in this two-day conference and we didn't talk about numbers once. <laughs> you know, right? Pretty when, remarkable for a group of CFOs, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so so what were the big things? Well, first of all, we updated our poll of what the top issues are. Top issues were talent, recruitment, and retention pipeline. Mm-hmm. Number two was the need for new skills in their talent. Number three was digital transformation. Uh, number four was 
uh, leading and managing a remote and hybrid workforce culture, keeping your culture strong. And that's really, that's really interesting kind of list there. I mean, they all seem to do with people um, almost. (laughs) I mean, I mean, that's the aha for me when I hear, I mean, what, what kind of stood out for you when, when, as, as that list was kind of taking shape. So that list has shifted a bit in the last year and a half. We've been, we've been carrying this polling across conferences and with this group now for the last year and a half. And interesting enough, when we first started, talent didn't even show up in the top eight. Hmm. And uh, pretty quickly it shot up to number two and then it stayed number one ever since. But the other ones have shifted. Like, like, for instance, inflation was probably our number fifth one, right? Inflation, risk of recession, which is on the top of CFO's minds. Mm-hmm. But I think um, to your point, here's how I'm seeing it. We we had this COVID. And if, if you remember, there was one of my favorite things in COVID was this cartoon that showed this group of people sitting in a conference room in like a high rise building. Right. And they're talking about. Well, um, what what's going to are we going to do our uh, digital transformation? What should we be doing in this area? And then you had this big covid wrecking ball coming in <laughs> and it's like, who's going to lead our, our digital transformation? It, it's covid. It's COVID so going to do it. Yeah. COVID, um, covid definitely. Well, we, we did some work with Dan Burris, as you know, and Dan said covid accelerated all the major trends. In, in business by five years. Mm-hmm. E-commerce accelerated by 10 years during that COVID period. Yeah, yeah. So every one of these finance groups, regardless of their size, are in the midst of an ongoing finance transformation. Mm-hmm. And on top of the talent shortage, this transformation that they're all working on, they're all different levels, basically has created this need for new skills. It's upskilling of critical finance areas as technology automates a lot of the basic accounting and financial functions. That's interesting. So what what I mean, what kind of skills are they finding that they need that's different? So um, they they need it's it you're familiar with this. It's our T-shaped professional, right? It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's the boundary crossing skills because all the finance professionals are starting to move quickly into a role as a value creator or finance business partner to the organization. Yeah. And that requires strategic thinking, communication, awareness, anticipation of the trends in the environment, right? And needs. Um, agile is another one that's coming up. The fact that Businesses are having to move a lot quicker. Finance teams are having to keep in step with that. And so that's another big area that's going on. And of course, you can wrap all that around collaboration, which is critical to work with different organizations. So those skills, along with digital business model skills, are all the things that are necessary, which which actually all happen to be in our CGMA strategic level of our finance leadership program. So mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. but anyhow, that, that, so between the talent and the need to upskill talent, that's really um, showing up big on these finance folks, but they, they also have to lead their transformations and they have to help the company navigate 
inflation, increased costs, supply chain, all those other things. So what they what they say consistently is it's not like one issue. It's that they're all happening at the same time. It's everything. Yeah. And it, and it, re- it seems to me that it requires um, some, some short-term focus and a much longer-term focus almost at the same time. Like, you know, it's, it's a, it, and that's got to be challenging to say the least. No doubt. And in fact, so Bill, it's interesting because what happened that, that we did, well, we loved it. We weren't fully expecting it, but the group came together and really we start to see the a community emerge. Mm-hmm. And you've been around on the digital CPA side. They've done that very well. That's what we started to see happen here. This group really came together, a hundred of them, and they they all said consistently in the remarks, in the conversation, you know, in the hallways, but they felt like they're all walking the same journey. They found a group of, you know, kindred spirits that are all trying to deal with this. And they love the fact that we were, you know, convening this group to basically help each other. So it it really, it was like a big CFO self-help group to talk about. And we had plenty of case studies on what companies were doing, um, talking about what kind of skills and that sharing was just powerful. So it really, talk about the wisdom of the crowd, all the content was created by this community. We had a couple of keynotes, a, a lot of workshops, and then the, the group, the leadership advisory group, put on several of these big sessions, everything from talent, the transformation stories, to how they're dealing with you know, some of the critical issues in business. It was, it was truly remarkable. That's that's pretty cool. And, and, and it kind of speaks to I mean, you've you've talked about this for years, but, you know, the the idea that it, we're, none of us are going to find our own way out of this. It's it's kind of we've, we're kind of at a point now where we've got to co-create what comes next with with those around us who, yeah, you know, for years we we might have seen them as as um rivals almost of sorts but we you know it, it, it <laughs> i think it's become obvious that we're all in the same boat here and um we we got to work together to find our way out of it yeah i think that's it because it, it there's no way that any one person could keep up with all this stuff and the fact that you've got this group of 100 and and they're showcasing different stages that they're all in so mm-hmm. again they're, they're all in and then the other part that really came out of this is this idea that it's going to be waves of transformation. So I think it happened. This group came to this awareness that it's not going to end. Right. So we have to prepare our teams. We have to prepare our organizations for this kind of constant moving and transforming as new things emerge on the horizon. And that's just like wave after wave getting bigger and faster and so, you know, one of my favorite quotes is we can't stop the waves, but we can learn how to surf. So think about this whole group as a, you know, surf lessons for yes. this big waves of transformation. Well, perfect examples. I mean, you know, this isn't certainly going to be the first economic downturn that we encounter or, or you know, COVID. Everybody keeps talking about, oh, when COVID's over, it's like, well, 
yeah, but what happens when the next pandemic comes along? You know, and it's it's all about learning the lessons from the first one so that we can, you know, make make that transition a little bit smoother uh, the second time around. So exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I'm I'm kind of interested. I mean, lots of talk about um, the issues that they're all uh, kind of dealing with, the trends, the the pain points. W- was there any talk about opportunities or next steps? What kind of stood out for you there? Yeah, I think I think lots of opportunities. I think the, um, the for instance, talk about becoming a value partner. ESG. This group, even back in Nashville, said CFOs need to lead in ESG, right? Environmental, social, and governance, but because it's putting them in a place of looking at value creation for the organization and not as a defensive reporting measure. So okay. let's. Let's move out of the compliance. Yes, we're all going to have to help do the reporting and figure that out in our companies. But they said, but more importantly, this is a chance to look at the different social capital uh, and how we're human capital, how we're dealing with this stuff and um, and take it. So we had a couple like Yelp came and did a whole preview of how they're looking at ESG. Um, we had BP talking about agile finance. So there was a lot of examples coming from the group that were powerful. So lots of that. Mm-hmm. I think the other part is our new registered apprenticeship. We are the first registered apprenticeship for finance and accounting in the United States. The Secretary of Labor, just in mid-November, uh, we were recognized as the one of the top three innovative talent apprentices in the United States, because when you when we say apprentice, what comes to mind? Um, like the the blue collar. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. Concrete workers. Well, right. I was in the asphalt business before this, and and uh, we had tons of apprentices, right? So so they're still legit, but that that model has worked well for over a hundred years. So there's this new breed called professional apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And the three that were recognized were us in finance and accounting, cyber, actually it was McDonald's Corporation for their big headquarters in Chicago and all the cyber that they're working on. And then a, a nonprofit association for cybersecurity and how they were doing it. So it's a whole new model. Now we added a two-year pathway specifically to address DEI opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so now you could take someone literally out of a HBCU or a two-year program and, and get them on a path through our, so every apprenticeship has to have required technical learning. Right. And it turns out that the USDOL certified our learning as the right learning to give the experience needed for finance business partners. So. Gotcha. So that's the, so I think it was, there was a lot of energy there. Paul Young, who's on our leadership advisory group um, and Aon, both of them were there and they're one of our first two employers. HP joins them as the third. So we're now kicking that program off and it's pretty exciting. So that's a, and that's about addressing the pipeline without hurting the CPA pipeline. We're actually opening up the aperture on it and uh, offering some of these new pathways and ways for employers to get in and get experienced hires coming out of school. That's really interesting. And there's, there's a tie in there with this apprenticeship 
um, uh, program with with Maryland. Uh, am nice. I am I correct in saying talk, talk a little bit about not not we don't have to go in deep about it, but I'm just kind of interested what's going on Maryland wise with regard to yeah. this big well, program. I happen to know a little bit about Maryland from, uh, <laughs> from my experience here. Mm-hmm. So we decided to start. We, we're, we're actually talking. These employers are actually all over the country. But we started to talk to Maryland and the Maryland Department of Labor, who actually also licensed CPAs, by the way, they helped us and we got a grant approved for basically scholarships. I mean, it'll pay for the require this whole education, the CGMA education for up to about 20 apprentices. So we're offering employers in Maryland, basically they get that apprentice for free. Yes, you have to do some a little bit of reporting. We facilitate all that, but we're talking to Maryland employers right now about that. And uh, so if anyone on the show hears it, just reach out to me and we can connect to them and talk about it. So it's um, that's pretty exciting. That's really interesting. And, and I mean, it seems like a lot of this stuff that you're talking about here um, is, is a, a shift in mindset almost. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, um, have you noticed Anything that that like the most innovative or forward thinking or, or what you would think of as future ready finance leaders are doing in terms of these these challenges and issues and trends that the rest of us aren't. I mean, what's what's setting apart like the cream of the crop in your mind? What what are they doing that we ought to be learning from? So th- this is coming from this future finance leadership advisory group there. Um which is exactly why we went after this um, apprenticeship was to, to address the DEI part and the talent shortage. That was one part. That's the two-year option. The traditional options help, but but what they're all doing is they said we can no longer wait and hire people from the outside. Most of most big companies hire their finance talent from their auditors. Mm-hmm. What they said is we have to build our own pipeline. So the innovators build to your point. What they're doing is they're looking at their transformation objectives and their timeline, and they're beginning to create learning programs for their professionals that are developing the right skills to go in where the automation automates things so that they're ready to move up into that next level of analytics storytelling, communication, that's the major piece. So it's about investing in their talent strategically with the right capabilities, competencies, and skills. And that's where we're trying to help them do that. So it's a, it's a, it's being intentional, which is, I think, the new thing that's going on. So where, where should finance professionals um, just in general, be focusing their efforts, do you think, in, in the very near future, just based on what you've learned from this group? I think they, um, well, one other piece is understanding the demographics, because you're now in another wave of demographics, right, which is very different. The boomers are now beginning to retire. Mm-hmm. So you're starting to see that that generation going out. Gen X, we know, is not many in the work. That's been the challenge all along. And then you have this big pool of millennials and Gen Z coming up behind who have very different mindsets. That's where you're getting all of the great resignation and whatever the great thing they're calling it now, right? I think <laughs> the, the newest terms. Right. So, so Bill, to, to that point, you have to understand the demographics of your group, and then you have to understand how their careers are working, 
and begin to match that to your transformation journey. So most of these big companies and even mid-sized companies like Liberty Bank, where Paul Young is, is doing it, he's literally taking and applying these upskills. So here's what the big difference they say. It's not enough to know anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to know how. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about both the apprenticeship, which think about that, that's on-the-job training on top of experiential learning. So the CGMA Finance Leadership Program is scenario-based, it's case study, it's like doing the job. So mm-hmm. that gives you the, the learning to supplement what you learned in college, take it to an experience level, and then apply it on the job, which is where you get that extra mentoring from the apprentice. Now, not everybody's going to be apprentices, but the point is you need more experiential learning scenarios and application to go with your knowledge. And I think that's the big emphasis right now is we've got to accelerate people on our teams to get that experience quickly so they can continue to learn and and develop, which is where everyone's going. That's that's really interesting. So, so folks listening, Tom, who might want to uh, learn more or, you know, follow the conversation or actually be part of the conversation going forward, where would they turn to, to, to learn a little bit more about this? So first of all, on, on LinkedIn, you can follow hashtag future of finance, all one word. Literally, if you put that in the search in LinkedIn, click follow, you'll get feeds that are coming from that, right? So that's, most of everything we're doing, we're putting out on there. Um, you can also reach out to me, tom.hood at aicpa-sema.com uh, or connect to me on LinkedIn and we'll, and then you can message me and we'll figure out how to get you what you need. But um, yeah, we'd love to hear from folks. That's great. That's great. What, what's on the horizon for, for you and your team? What, what's, what's next or what's got your attention now? Well, we just finished up at the AAA management accounting section. So that's the AAA is the educators, all of the college professors uh, in management accounting got together in Atlanta, a couple hundred of them last week. And uh, in that, we had several sessions where we brought in future finance people to give them the reality of what's going on in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And it, it was eye-opening, quite frankly, for these professors. And they're because they're struggling with the talent issue as well, right? The pipeline's thinner, less um, applicants coming into their colleges. So we're trying to help them figure out how they can um, play a role in recruitment and, uh, and how they can also adjust their curriculum for the real world. Nice. So I think it was some rich discussions and we're going to continue that journey. So we're trying to, you know, again, work at all levels. That's the entry level of the pipeline from college. And then obviously with this future finance group, I think next step is we're presenting at a bunch of conferences this uh, this year, including starting to talk to state CPA societies who are interested mm-hmm. about how to plug in a future finance and take the resources that we've got to bring them to the local level and then begin to, uh, accelerate getting feedback and perspective point of view from this audience, right? So we can learn from the, it's, it's about learning from the whole group. Sure. So trying to figure that model out right now, but that's what we've got mm-hmm. in store. Well, that's, that's exciting. Um, and uh, more to come. So st- I guess stay tuned on all that, but it's, it's going to be uh, fascinating to follow and, uh, 
and to work with you and, and find out where we're going, where we're going with all this. So uh, as always, Tom, I, I, it's, like I said, it's been a while. It's great to catch up with you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your insights and all you do. Um, I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Bill. It's going to be good to, uh, to, to stay connected on this. Great talk there with Tom Hood. Tom is Executive Vice President of Business Engagement and Growth for the Association of International Certified Professional Accountants. If you want to learn more uh, and you know you want to learn more, head on over to AICPA-SEMA.com or AICPA.org or CGMA.org. Check out the CGMA Competency Framework while you're there for a list of future-ready skills that finance pros should be focusing on. Um, Lots of good stuff there. And don't forget this week's show is made possible by our preferred providers, our partners in this profession. They're doing things that we believe can help you all become more future ready and thrive in this ever-changing world. And you'll find out more about all of our preferred providers on our website at macpa.org slash showcase. And... That's a wrap, gang. That's all I got. Thanks for being here uh, for another great show. We'll have another one for you again next week. In the meantime, have a great week. Talk to you soon.